Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sarah. And I'm Beth. We're lawyers, mothers, and co-hosts of the bipartisan podcast, Pantsuit Politics. We have more in common than divides us. In a world that defaults to false dichotomies, we explore the messiness of living wisely. The choices, trade-offs, priorities, and grace of living a nuanced life. Hello, everyone. We are so excited to be back here with you on The Nuanced Life, commemorating things both big and small, but all an important part of being a human being. Before we get started... Tickets for our Nuance Nation tour over at Pantsu Politics are on sale. You can get tickets to our first two stops in Northern California and Southern California. So check it out. We want to see you all in person. So today we are commemorating things that are not what we think they are, at least initially. And we're going to start with Tracy. Lots of people in Tracy's life are in baby mode. They either have their own babies or they have grandchildren who are tiny babies. And everybody is all excited. And Tracy is over here saying, babies are cute, but shout out to the tweens and teens. Tracy has a 10-year-old and a 13-year-old, and she is loving this phase. She said they can ride water slides and do things without her. They don't need floaties and snacks and potty breaks. They can talk about movies and books and TV shows and play fun games and share playlists with her, and they're becoming their own people. And here is what she said that I just love. Tracy said, I kind of compare it to meeting a new friend, though I'm the parent, definitely the parent. But when you get to know someone and you have coffee and talk about things that make them tick, I love getting to know the people my children are becoming. Tweens and teens are such an interesting stage as they embrace different aspects of their personalities, trying to see what fits and what doesn't, where they fit and where they don't. I enjoy just listening to their perspectives, their dreams and ambitions, their viewpoints. It's hard. Don't get me wrong. I'm still adjusting to the intense need for privacy and the need to connect with their own friends. I admit sometimes the pool is a little lonely as they both take off with their respective friends and I'm left alone when it used to be the three of us. But then I turn my chair to face the sun, grab my book and take a deep breath, enjoying this time. They'll be back and I'll be here. I love this message so much, not only because she goes into great detail about the independence she had at this recent trip to the water park, and I had just returned from the water park with my 10-year-old, my 8-year-old, and my 4-year-old. So all my trip was, well, who can ride on this ride? Who can't ride on this ride? Is somebody going to drown? We better make sure nobody drowns. Who needs snacks? Who needs potty breaks? So the trip to the water park she was describing sounded Truly delightful to me. And I love when we get these messages from people saying, hey, teenagers get such a bad rap. It's so fun. And I think everything she says makes such perfect sense. You know, my grandmother always says that adult children are why you have children. (laughs) Like when they start to become adults and you can talk to them about this stuff and share and see what kind of people they are becoming. I mean, I'm excited for it. And I think adolescence is sort of the best of both worlds because it's still a challenge parenting-wise, because I think they start to become more adult-like and people think they're grown. Teenagers are not grown. They still need so much parenting, but it's such, like, deep emotional parenting, psychological parenting, which personally I find exciting and enjoyable. I know that's not everybody's jam, but, you know, I I think it's going to be a really intense but rewarding phase. I'm looking forward to it. I'm not far from tween. I have a 10-year-old. I'm getting there. 
Yeah, you're right there with Tracy on her younger mm-hmm. child. So Jane is eight, and I already see glimpses of this. We had a moment this morning because I had asked Jane to clean up her room. And what Jane How dare perceives, How dare you? I know. How dare you? Well, so she, she accepts that responsibility. But what Jane believes is cleaning is really more like visual design. And so she invites me into her room to see what she's done. And it's still a lot of stuff covering every surface and every square inch of the floor. It just is done in kind of a cool way because Jane is so good at crafting and at art. But everything is still covered. And I said to her, there's a difference between decorating and cleaning. And I love your decorating, but I need you to clean because I could not vacuum in here if my life depended on it. And I could not dust in here if I had to. And I love you and I care about the air you breathe and I want to clean. Well, she was super angry at me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, She comes mm -hmm. back later and gets me, takes me into her room. And she has cleaned and it's really clean. She has also taken everything everything off the walls that she had made and all of her little knickknacks that she had made were gone and she had like stripped the room down to almost nothing Mm -hmm. and i looked at her and i said thank you for cleaning it feels a lot better in here to me and i think we can get it nice and clean for you but jane i don't ever want you to think that you can't design your room too i love your art and i love what you make and i'm gonna miss all of these beautiful things on your walls that you've done And she burst into tears. And I realized like we were having about 10 conversations at once in both of these discussions because that's the stage she's at. You know, there are these little glimpses of an interesting adult. And then there is still this this precious baby in there, too. And all this sensitivity trying to navigate those two poles. And so I really do love this phase because it just teaches me so much when you've talked about the awakened family and how kids are, you know, trigger points for all the things that we're working on. I find that to be a hundred percent the case around this moment in time. So here's two phases that might seem stressful and hard, but here's to Tracy for shouting back to us that it's not all bad and they get a bad rap and there's a lot to be found to love and to be rewarding inside this adolescent phase. We will be right back after this short message from our sponsor. Temperature is... Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Personal. Everyone's ideas of comfortable is unique. Most public places, heat, or cool spaces aiming for a temperature that's comfortable for only 80% of the population, leaving many people thermally underserved. Not feeling thermally comfortable can contribute to lost productivity, increased stress levels, and can be mentally exhausting. Invented by three MIT scientists, Ember Wave is the first wearable that helps you feel colder or warmer at the press of a button. 
Ember's lab's mission is to bring thermal wellness to the world. They're passionate about using temperature to help every person feel better physically and emotionally. Although Ember Wave is not a medical device, for those with medical conditions related to temperature, Ember Wave can help remedy bursts of temperature extremes or other uncomfortable sensations. Ember Wave is there when you need relief most. All you do is press to activate Ember Wave for a burst of heating or cooling. This sensation pairs with your body and mind to make you feel more comfortable in a matter of minutes. Ember Wave provides comfort in unpredictable climates, relief from stress, and support for sleep. At the end of a long day, Ember Wave has a fall asleep mode that can help you maintain a comfortable temperature as you drift off to sleep. Some places you can use Ember Wave include your air-conditioned office, restaurants, airplanes, after a workout, malls, in the car, crowded public places, and more. Ember Wave was named one of Time Magazine's Best Inventions of 2018 and has been reviewed by a number of leading technical publications. Head to emberwave, E-M-B-R-W-A-V-E dot com and save $50 with code LIFE at checkout. us and said that her daughter outgrew her car seat and moved to a booster. She says it has been a good reminder that as kids grow, the layers of protection you can provide them lessen. But seeing them step up to their new freedom with enthusiasm and a sense of responsibility is so rewarding. Her daughter also graduated from preschool and Sarah, who's turning 30, bought her first brand new car with her husband She also dealt with a traumatic medical situation in which nobody basically would believe her about the immense pain she was in, but she's now gotten physical therapy, and that's helping a lot. And so she just wanted to say, my lesson for 2019 so far has been that there is no such thing as a right answer in life. It's just too complicated. Amen to that, Sarah. I also want to say right off the bat on this car seat booster transition, um, we can have layers of protection. We should all be wearing five-point harnesses when we drive. I just needed to get that off my chest. I feel very strongly about this. We should all be wearing a five-point harness. That's really not related, but I just needed to share that. We're in different places about that. I'll just kind of breeze on and, and say. And driving helmets. Oh, my gosh, Five-seat harnesses though. and driving helmets. Only for long distances. I'm just telling you I'm right about this. It is so nice, though, to get those big clunky car seats out of your car and move to the booster. And and you can, like, see the light, right, where your car is just going to be open again and there's not going to be this giant thing in it. I am so looking forward to a post-car seat world with my kids. I can't even talk about it. It makes me so happy to think about. No way. I love a car seat. Felix is almost five and still in a five-point hardest car seat until he gets over 40 pounds, which is just a few pounds away, and I will be so sad. Cars are dangerous, man. We should all be riding in those car seats backwards if possible. Ugh, I hate those car seats, though. They just collect dust and Cheerios. No, that is true. They are the truly and... disgusting. Now, that no debate about that. They are foul and disgusting, <laughs> but they're also so safe. I'm also very excited about Sarah's brand new car. So, My family owns a used car dealership, so this is a thing that will never happen to me. So I have a lot of jealousy about people who purchase brand new spanking cars. Yeah, there's something glorious about it. It feels... 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So adult when you get to buy your first brand new car and you're making that choice and you kind of like decided, I'm a person who can do this now. That's amazing. I think so many people go through the kind of situation. So Sarah took a fall on Mm -hmm. some ice and it took her months for anybody to take seriously Mm -hmm. that like, no, I'm not just banged up. There is a problem here. And she navigated the system and kept looking for someone who would listen to her and finally found that person. That's like a full-time job. When you're trying to make doctor's appointments and get a diagnosis and get some treatment, that will take over your life. And it's no wonder that she felt kind of depressed in that process. When you're in chronic pain and no one understands that pain and is helping you through it, that's awful. If I want to just get righteously mad at any point in my life, which is not hard considering our current world, but if I'm just looking for something, I can read that article about how the medical community doesn't take women's pain seriously. And I will just lose it. It makes me so mad. Poor Sarah should not have had to search around for months to get someone to believe her. But I sure am glad that she did and that she's now getting this chronic pain under control. Also, falling on the ice is very dangerous, and I'm just glad it wasn't worse. Yes, and I'm glad that physical therapy is helping her because I Mm -hmm. feel like that means there's kind of a long-term solution here, not just a quick fix to her pain. And so I'm thrilled for you, Sarah, about all of the growth you're celebrating with your child and your new car with your husband and taking control of your own health and getting better. So you are right. Everything is complicated, and it sounds like you're doing a good job making your way through it. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll come right back. These days, a lot of workplaces offer some pretty nice perks. Snack station, 15 flavors of soda water, even insurance. But while it's nice to have a handful of trail mix and some water that tastes faintly of pamplemousse, it's not enough to subsist on. And neither is your workplace life insurance. This is where Policy Genius comes in. Policy Genius is the easy way to shop for life insurance online. In minutes, you can compare quotes from top insurers to find the right amount of coverage at the best possible price. The Policy Genius team can look at your workplace life insurance policy and help you decide what else you might need and what you don't. And Policy Genius doesn't just make life insurance easy, they can also help you find the right home insurance, auto insurance, and disability insurance. I find insurance so confusing sometimes, but when I get into it and have a tool that's so clear, like Policy Genius, it makes me feel like I'm doing some next level adulting. So remember, workplace life insurance policies are like workplace snacks. Better than nothing, but not quite enough. Head to policygenius.com today and find out how to supplement your workplace life insurance and better protect your family. Policy Genius, it's like a buffet made of life insurance. And what could be more delicious than that? I love this last commemoration today. This is from Heather. Heather went through two root canals on the same tooth in one month. I don't even, I don't even. And then her tooth kept getting worse. And her dentist and all these other professionals that she was working with 
had what she's calling a Dr. House-style mystery about why this tooth was getting worse and worse, they finally realized that Heather is allergic to dental cement, to the cement that was used in her original crown on the tooth and the material used to fill the crown after her root canal. And she said, everybody, even my own mother, said I'm wasting time and money and should just learn to live with the pain. She says, this wasn't a minor ache here and there. It was life-altering pain that was causing me to ignore work deadlines and cancel social obligations. But my husband and dentist both listened, and they encouraged me to find a treatment plan that will result in a pain-free life. I share this story not for sympathy or praise, but as a reminder to anyone living with undiagnosable symptoms that sometimes there is a treatment that you might not even know existed. It's outrageous. So I had another friend who was allergic to the glue they were using on her C-section like closure so she was literally like breaking out in hives after having a and having like a two-day-old baby why listen i know i'm gonna get emails from doctors isn't there some sort of checklist where they say okay wait if we can't figure it out maybe we should check for allergic reactions to the medical supplies we used on this person like i don't think this is i mean i've never heard about dental cement that's bananas but I have heard this more than once where somebody was, like, allergic to the glue or the cement or the suture or the this. Like, how is that not the first thing we check? I can imagine that there's some cognitive dissonance, though, when you think you've treated someone and asking Mm -hmm. yourself, is my treatment the problem? I can mm-hmm. I get why that's a hard question to ask. I'm so glad that Heather's dentist kept at it and found this. Mouth pain is just the worst, right? Like, my teeth hurt reading this email on Heather's behalf. I cannot imagine everybody just saying, like, get over it. Your tooth's going to hurt forever. No, that's unacceptable. I have a friend like that. She had damage in the nerve in her jaw, and they were basically like, oh, you just have to get used to it. What? I've never had a root canal. Have you had a root canal? I've never had a root canal. Please, God, don't mm. let me have a root canal. That I know, just reading me. the words makes me kind of clench up a little bit. I struggle with all dental work. The sound that it makes when they, like, scrape your teeth. That really puts me on edge. I think I have some real anxiety issues, actually, about going to the dentist. Well, I don't really, because I've always had really good dental experiences because I have very good teeth. I don't say that to brag. I really, truly believe genetically it you either have good teeth or bad teeth. And it doesn't matter if you floss 16 times a day and brush eight. If you have bad teeth, you're going to be in that chair all the time. And if you have good teeth like me, I can't believe I'm going to tell this to the entire Internet. I only brush my teeth at night. I, only, I do floss. I'm a, I'm a hardcore flosser. I don't ever have problems. I really do think it's just luck of the dang draw. Or if you're allergic to the stinking cement. But otherwise, like, I have friends who take such exceptional care of their teeth and they still have constant problems. I just, I'm telling you, it's like roll the dice, either good teeth or bad teeth. This is a good lesson about our overall bodies, though, because I do think we live in this culture that says, if you do everything right, you're going to be healthy. And that is just not Mm -hmm. true. It's just not true. And some of it's genetic and some of it's environmental. And sometimes who knows why, right? But we cannot work ourselves out of all problems. That said, I do think it's good to say, in this body that I am in today, How can I take good care of it? How can I honor it? Or like having one of those problems and saying, yeah, this is not normal. You got to help me. Did you read that Twitter thread I retweeted about the sled dogs? I did. It was beautiful. It's so good. It's so relevant. We'll put the link in the show notes. This woman has sled dogs. They have a they have a proper term that I can't remember right now. And she was just talking about how taking care of these dogs has taught her how different 
bodies are. And like you would think a sled dog is a sled dog. No. She's like some of them never eat and will eat, you know, one meal and pack on the pounds. Some of them eat constantly and I feel like I can't get their body fat high enough. And some of them you know, can train and train and train and thrive. And some of them need long periods of recovery. And I just thought it was such a beautiful reflection on like how we do this one size fits all, especially like not even talking about medical research, which for years and years and still predominantly is done on like one type of white male body. I just thought it was such a good reminder, exactly what you say, like, we're all different. We're all genetically different. Everything, you know, the way we're built is different. The way we respond to things. Like, I can't take, I have friends who swear by supplements and who really, and I believe them. I have to be very careful what I take. If I, you know, I'm just, my my system is very sensitive to supplements, to everything. I can't take ibuprofen. Like, there's just so many things I can't do. And it's just, you know, that's just how I'm genetically built. And I just, we got to give some grace to our bodies. They're all different. And there's just a lot going on with them. I have to tell you, I've talked before about how I see a massage therapist very regularly because that is the primary way that I manage fibromyalgia pain. And so I went in for my sort of regularly scheduled monthly appointment, but I was not feeling good. I knew something was off in my body and just everything kind of hurt. And I felt really drained by how much it hurt. And so I'm talking to my massage therapist about, I don't I can't really identify what's wrong, but something's wrong. And so I get on the table and we have my whole situation. It was the first time since I've ever started seeing her that she touched this point on my arm. And I was like, that's too much. I can't handle it. Because what was going on in my left arm was so intense, I almost cried on the table. We worked on it. It started feeling better. It's not all the way there. But when I'm getting ready to leave, she said, I don't know if this will resonate with you, Beth, but I feel some karmic things going on in your body right now. Like that arm I feel some really old, deep energies there. And then up around your throat, it's almost like embryonic. And I just think you should sit with that a little bit. And I I have no idea what that means. I don't know what that means. But I'm here for it. I'm I'm going to marinate on that. And I do believe that there's a lot going on in the body that is kind of out there and is kind of at a distance from what most of us can wrap our minds around. And I just love that I see this person who detects karmic energy in my body. I think that's amazing. Love it. I love it. Well, wherever your karmic energy is, if you are facing transitions or tough periods or enjoying a particular experience in your life right now, we wish you all the love and light as you live your nuanced life. We'll be back in your ears on Friday over at Pantsuit Politics. And until then, keep it nuanced, y'all. Dylan Garvin produces The Nuance Life. Elise Knapp is our managing director. The Nuance Life is listener supported. Go to patreon.com slash the nuance life. For $5 each month, you'll receive an entire bonus episode of The Nuance Life. Dante Lima is the composer and performer of our theme music. Dylan Garvin is the composer and performer of our ad music. For more information about The Nuance Life and to connect with us through our weekly email, visit pantsuitpoliticsshow.com.